Welcome to Minnesota Military Radio. I'm your host, Tom Lyons. On today's show, we're going to, we're celebrating the 100th anniversary of Federal Ammo, and we're going to get an update from a Yellow Ribbon Company, XL Energy. But first, it's time for Generally Speaking, a weekly message from the Adjutant General of the Minnesota National Guard, Major General Sean Mankey. Since its birth on June 14, 1775, over a year before the Declaration of Independence, the United States Army has played a vital role in the growth and development of our nation. It all started in the spring of 1775, recognizing the need to enlist the support of all the American seaboard colonies. The Massachusetts Provincial Congress appealed to the Second Continental Congress in Philadelphia to assume authority for the New England Army. Congress voted to adapt the Boston troops and resolved to reform a committee to bring in a draft of rules and regulations for the government of an army. George Washington received his appointment as Commander-in-Chief of the Continental Army on July 3, 1775, and the rest is history. The Army's birthday is a celebration of our traditions and service to the nation. It's crucial for us to uphold these values to continue being the greatest land force in the world. Happy birthday, Army. Thank you, General Mankey. For more information, please go to minnesotamilitaryradio.com. So I said at the opening, we're uh, celebrating the 100th anniversary of Federal Ammo up in Anoka, Minnesota. And joining me now to talk about that is uh, a retiree from Federal Ammo, Dennis Angel. And, Denny, uh, you've been on the show before. I think all our listeners know you're a Marine. Uh, That is correct, Tom, and it's always a pleasure to be here. Okay, now we're on the air, and this is a family show, so you've got to behave today. I'll do my best. All right. Give us a little background on Federal Ammo. It's been up there a long time. Generations of the same families have worked there for for many, many years. That is correct, Tom. We've been around since 1922. We sit on about 175 acres, and we've got about 700,000 square feet under roof at our facility. Um, Two years ago, I'd I'd like to also mention that of those... uh, uh, a thousand employees or so, more than 250 of them are, are veterans. And two years ago, we actually received the American Legion's, the Employer of Veterans Award. So we're very proud of that. Very good. And a lot of employees, a lot of veterans. And uh, Denny, you've been on the show with us in the past, and uh, we want to talk about federal supports, a lot of programs and a lot of veterans issues. But before we get into those, Would you introduce the two guests you brought with us? Oh, absolutely. I'm very proud and honored to introduce Jason Nash. He's our vice president of marketing. And then we've got Scott Collier, who is a senior operations manager. Very good. Jason, Scott, welcome to Minnesota Military Radio. Thanks, Tom. Thanks, Tom. Jason, I want to start with you. Uh, You're the VP of marketing for uh, Federal Ammo. How long have you been there? I've been there almost 20 years. It's been a great career. Really fantastic place to work and really great people. And in that time, Federals had different ownership structures, and uh, now you're coming up with a new ownership structure next year where the ammo part of the business is going to be uh, independent and, and all together. That's right, Tom. Yeah, that we're the company is going to split up, as we've announced, and yeah, we're looking forward to We've had a great every, – every iteration of the company has been really positive and, and had great people and great results, but uh, – you know, having the ammunition business separate, uh, certainly for those of us who work on ammo, uh, we think is going to be a great positive change. And it certainly is for those of us who use ammo, so I'm glad <laughs> to see it. And uh, Scott, uh, I understand you were in the military. I was. Back uh, 1986 to 1992, I was in the Army. <clears throat> and your position now is an operations manager for federal? Yes, I'm in charge of the Chattrail plant in Anoka. And that's, uh, I've been out there and toured it several times. That's a massive plant. I don't know. How many buildings out there? Oh, boy. Uh, I couldn't 
couldn't guess how many buildings out there. There's a lot of there's buildings, lot and there's a new one going up uh, this year. I think I saw something about over 100 buildings are all next to each other and some attached, and it's quite a campus out there and, and uh, quite a place. And uh, you do have a lot of employees that uh, their fathers and grandparents have worked there. Uh, we have so many families. My dad worked there. My grandma worked there. Uh, there's a lot of people who've got families, and honestly – you wouldn't bring family members into a company that wasn't great to work for. So Federal is an amazing company to work for. Keep coming back. It's a great thing. We're talking to uh, some folks from uh, Federal Ammo on Minnesota Military Radio. And, Jason, I want to come to you. Uh, we like to have you guys on once a year and talk about there's all kinds of programs that you support, and a lot of them have to do with military and military families. And one of the things that uh, I've always been uh, enamored with is the fact that uh, every summer, uh, the Minnesota uh, National Guard uh, brings all of the families up to Camp Ripley, and they have a youth camp. And when they're up there at youth camp, they like to try to get them out on the out on the range. And pretty hard to afford ammo these days. But you supported that program for a long time. Yeah, we absolutely do, Tom. I mean, support of the military is in the fabric of who Federal is, and we we will always support the military and, and law enforcement. Um, and Camp Rif- Ripley, that youth camp, uh, youth is another area where we just. You know, it's the future of our sport, so we're very um, big on supporting youth shooting sports programs and responsible firearms ownership and use. And that program at Camp Ripley we've supported for more than eight years. They've got two week-long camps for kids, and about 400 kids attend each of the camps. So it's really um, really fantastic to see. So when you uh, fill up uh, Dennis's pickup truck and send him up there, <laughs> they go through a lot of rounds of twenty two ammo, don't they? They do use a lot of twenty two. yeah. Well, Good place on, to start. On behalf of the youth, youth camps, thank you very much. Scotty, I want to come to you. Uh, the Minnesota National Guards had a, had a program uh, with uh, Norway, or they call it the Norex, the Norway Exchange. It's been going on for 49 years. And once a year, we send 100 uh, soldiers and airmen over to Norway to train with the, the Norway Home Guard, and they send 100 of their folks up here to train up at Camp Ripley. And you've been supporting that as well. We do. They they have trap shooting uh, events up there, and we shoot or we send the ammunition up there for them to use. Uh, they took a break for a couple of years due to COVID, but they're back on as of March of this year. So we're always there to support that kind of event. And they're already got big plans in place for the 50th anniversary of that exchange. And uh, uh, to show you the importance of it, uh, Ukraine had a similar program with the California National Guard for over 30 years. And and that's played a part in the Ukrainian soldiers doing as good a job mm. in their current war as they are. So th- these things are are very important, and and federal support of of those programs with some ammo. Thank you very much. That's very good. Absolutely, Dennis. Your turn. Uh, you're a board member of the Minnesota Military Family Foundation, and you're retired from federal ammo. And that can only mean one thing. You've been out there asking for for some more stuff, haven't you? Boy, have I ever. You know, the federal leadership team, I I can't be more proud of the fact that each time that I approach them about supporting some kind of a military event, I've always gotten the answer yes. And so, yes, it's it's been very, very encouraging and and very proud of the amount of support we get for those folks. And, of course, uh, the Minnesota Military Family Foundation uh, supports Minnesota military families who suffer a financial emergency due to service to country. And we're always doing fundraisers and those golf events. Uh, as you know, you've been 
busy with those for as long as I've met you. You bet. We've got we've had federal teams golfing in those tournaments for eight years now, and of course, as you know, there's the the five tournaments. There's down at Deer Run. There's one in Edinburgh. There's one at Majestic Oaks uh, Bunker. Crow River. We've got teams at all those. As a matter of fact, currently we're soliciting more federal employees to support the teams at, at the Majestic Golf Outing. So far, we've got 11 teams signed up. Yeah, and I think Randy's looking for some more teams. So if any of our listeners want to uh, golf in a good event to raise money for military families, they should uh, check out uh, our, the website, MinnesotaMilitaryFamilyFoundation.org. Jason, I want to come to you, uh, Minnesota Military Radio. Uh, we have you guys on at least once a year and talk about things. Federal Ammo has, has supported our live shows on Memorial Day and Veterans Day. And this year, you joined us as a sponsor of Minnesota Military Radio. And your uh, spots are played in every show and go out to 65 stations all over Minnesota. And I like to think that that's a way to tie into all those veterans that are usually, they're ammo users. They're, they're hunters. They f- hunt, fish. They do all kinds of things. But uh, it's, been a, it's been a great relationship between Minnesota Military Radio and Federal Ammo. Absolutely, it has. And we're proud to be part of it. And yeah, we're proud to expand our partnership this year. And and it just made sense with our 100 year celebration and, you know, getting the word out on that and and our continued support of of military. And, you know, there's a great connection between military rifles and and sporting rifles. And yeah, there are a lot of people who who use our ammunition who've served. And we just feel like it's a great place for, for us to support. So we appreciate it. Well, we appreciate the partnership and uh, hope we can continue this for years to come. I'm looking forward to the next 100 years of Federal Ammo, and uh, we're going to have to take a short break. When we come back, I want to talk to you about the celebration that's coming up. Uh, We're talking to Dennis Angel, Jason Nash, and Scott Collier from Federal Ammo on Minnesota Military Radio. Please stay with us. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Minnesota Military Radio. I'm your host, Tom Lyons. We've been talking to Denny Angel, Jason Nash, and Scott Collier from Federal Ammo. And Jason uh, just wanted to uh, share something with the with the readers. Federal Federal Ammo's been around for a hundred years, and very few companies survive for a century. Doing so requires keeping up with market trends, maintaining an, a motivated workforce, balancing efficiency and quality, and so much more. Uh, but uh, it also requires a dedicated workforce, employees who care about quality, innovation, and uh, Never setting for, settling for anything but the best. That's the catalyst that will keep uh, and prepare federal ammunition for the next hundred years. I want to ask you: You've you've made it to a hundred years. Are you ready for the next hundred? Absolutely. I don't know if I'll be here for the next one, but <laughs> <laughs> Danny will. Somebody yeah. will. We're laying the groundwork for somebody else, right? <laughs> well, I know that uh, I've been out there for several times to tour federal ammunition and. As uh, as our listeners might expect, when you're out there and you're manufacturing all kinds of, of ammo, it's a secure facility, uh, as it has to be because of what you're manufacturing. And if anybody wants to come to, to Federal Ammo, they need an appointment and a reason, and they have to clear security. But you're going to have a 100-year cele- anniversary celebration coming up. Who's invited? Yeah, we obviously Federal wouldn't be, it goes, goes without saying, Federal wouldn't be where it is. It wouldn't have made it 100 years if it weren't for all the the employees who've worked there over the years and the people who've in the community who've, you know, helped it uh, to thrive. So we're having a, a recognition of that for our employees and some community members and, and friends, family of, of our employees. So um, we definitely want to take a little bit of time to, to take a step back and, and recognize all the great work they've done and the fact that we've reached this, 
historic milestone. And you mentioned it, Tom, less than a percent of companies in America uh, make it to 100 years old. So we're proud to be one of those. We plan to be here for another 100 and, and lay the groundwork for, for future generations to come in and, and improve on what everybody's built. But uh, yeah, we're going to have a, a nice little party to celebrate uh, for the employees. Take a little pause before we get right back at it. <laughs> right, right for the, get on that next hundred years. So you're going to take an afternoon and, and have in current and past employees have a little fun. You've got a couple of special people coming to join you. We do. Yeah, we're going to have some uh, musicians so that our neighbors will probably hear a little bit of uh, loud music coming from our our facility. But yeah, we'll have uh, Ted Nugent playing. And two Medal of Honor recipients. And we'll have two, yes, more importantly, we've got uh, two Medal of Honor recipients who are going to be there, and uh, it'll be really great to hear them, you know, tell their stories. All right. Well, I hope you have a great day that day, and for our listeners, the best way to support Federal Ammo is get out there and buy some more of that ammo. They make some good stuff. I own a bunch of it myself. So we want to keep moving. There's some other things that you guys have, have been supporting, a whole list of them. We won't get to all of them, but, Scott, I want to come to you. Uh, we've held some meetings out at your place uh, in a special facility you've got out there, a clubhouse kind of, uh, for what's called the Commander's Task Force. Uh, yes. So they hold their first yearly meeting of the uh, newly elected commanders of each organization at our at our trap shooting clubhouse. It used to be a place where we trap or shot trap out of. Uh, they hold their morning meeting in there, then we provide them with lunch, and then we take them on a tour of the facility. And, of course, all of those people are veterans, and they come out and we do a radio show there with them, and, and you've been on that show, I think, with us. And, I have. And you guys treat them to a real nice lunch, and then they get to take a tour of Federal. And, Denny, I'm coming to you on this one now. Part of that tour, they get to go down the basement. They most certainly do. We take them right down into our weapons room. They get to pick up and handle whatever weapons they see fit to pick up, and we've got it all uh, laid out for them very nicely. And most of those, by the way, I should mention, uh, some of those uh, veterans have picked up their their service weapon from when they served for the first time since they got out. So it's really impressive to see that happen. And most of us go down there pay attention to the guy that's running the room. And I can remember I was down there with you uh, one time, and he pulled out a World War II grease gun, and he said, now, fire this in short bursts. And he handed it to you, and what happened? I one pulled... burst, and it was all over <laughs> Marines. Give us ammo, we're going to shoot it up, let uh, me tell you. <laughs> I know, I know. Denny, another one of the favorite things you like to do is support Jerry Kaiser in the honor flights, and Federal Ammo's been right there, too. Oh, absolutely. We're we're extremely proud. I think it's probably going on seven, eight years now where Federal has made very nice donations to support the, the Twin Cities Honor Flight. And and it, it, what a privilege it is to, to take these these soldiers that have never been to Washington to see their monuments. I mean, it's it, it's quite emotional. In fact, uh, Jerry does a phenomenal job. I want to mention his wife, Jana, also. I think she's the one that steers that ship. But, uh, she yeah, does it, most of the work. She does. Jerry gets to talk. Uh, that's, a, that's a great flight in those World War II, and now some of the uh, Vietnam veterans go on that. They have a wonderful day. It's a long day, 20 hours or more. We've been on it, but uh, it's great. And, and there again, here's another time where federal uh, sponsors the they call it the guides or is it the that's correct yeah every veteran is is assigned a guide and that guide is with that veteran from the very moment they arrive at the airport at five thirty in the morning till you arrive back in the twin cities about ten thirty quarter to twelve at night 
And they're excited when they get home. I, I was surprised. I remember the first flight I was on. I thought those vets would be sleeping on that flight home. Not at all. It's it, they're so I saw excited. You taking a nap in the corner. Well, I That's might okay. have. <laughs> Jason, I want to come to you. Uh, there are many opportunities, and, and many times during the year where you donate ammo. And there's a there's an outfit called Shoot for the Troops that raises some money for the MMFF and and some other organizations. And here again, Federal Ammo's uh, is thrown in the ammunition so that we can raise more money. Yeah, we we obviously can't support every group out there, but there there are certain organizations that we think are just a perfect fit uh, to support, and and that's one of them. And uh, you know they they do trap shooting. They've done that for about seven years to to benefit the Minnesota Military Foundation. And um and stand down out of St. Cloud. It's been really great, and that's been fantastic. And thank you again for helping support them, Scott. I want to come back to you. Uh, military charity fundraising. There's there are other veteran service organizations that you support as well. There are. We support the uh, disabled American veterans, paralyzed veterans of America, and the Vietnam veterans of America. We provide ammunition for auctions and uh, both trap shooting events and golf events. And you've spread yourself around and taken good care of uh, almost all of those Commander's Task Force organizations and helped them raise money for good causes that takes care of the veterans, our service members, and their families. And and, uh, we appreciate those efforts. We do our best. Denny, Minnesota has a Medal of Honor Memorial. That's right. That's coming up in September. They're going to be commemorating the Minnesota Medal of Honor Memorial, and Federal is very proud to step in and help support. Minnesota has no living Medal of Honor recipients, and so the Medal of Honor Committee is flying in Medal of Honor recipients and their families from other states, and we're very proud to support that cause. And Scott, I want to come back to you. I understand that on Veterans Day and Memorial Day, there's some flyovers that uh, that you get involved in as well. Uh Yes, yeah, so Blaine opened up their new vet, Veterans Memorial Park, uh, and they did have flyovers on Memorial Day. I don't know if they've got another flyover scheduled this year. Veterans Day. Veterans Day mm-hmm. also. Uh, so, yeah, it's a beautiful area. Uh, it's a place you definitely want to go visit. It's got uh, black marble walls set up for uh, all the wars that uh, veterans from the U.S. have fought in since World War One. And there's more and more of those uh, veterans memorials in small towns all over Minnesota. And, and uh, when you're out there traveling, I'd, I'd stop in. Gentlemen, we just got about a minute and a half left. I want to I want to close up these segments with Jason. And uh, Jason, I just wanted to uh, uh, talk to you a little bit about uh, training and training young shooters. I know that uh, I think the last time I saw you, we had General Sieben over there who's with the the CMP, which is the Civilian Marksmanship Program, and and you and the CMP kind of made common cause, and and uh, you're providing some ammo for them. They they're buying the ammo, but they turn around and they're training young shooters, and of course that's where your future business is coming from. Yeah, we've had a long history of you know when I started almost 20 years ago, Bill Stevens uh, was part of building the 4-H Shooting Sports Program, so we've always been you know big supporters of those those programs that train people how to shoot effect the right way, you know, to safely. And, uh, you know, we've seen that with trap shooting and, and rim fire events, uh, some of the safest sports out there and, uh, kids really get a lot of inspiration and, and, uh, a lot of, they really enjoy the success that they see when they break a target or they hit a paper target. So it's been, uh, 
really part of what we need to continue to do. And they get their gun safety training, and they're doing it right. Exactly. And they get to do some competitive stuff. And and, uh, I think a lot of the things we've talked about today, Jason, was your company supporting the community and your company supporting veterans and service members and their families. It's a great way to do business, isn't it? It is. I mean, they've supported us, so we we try to give back a little bit. And, um, you know, the best thing we can do is share the, the sports that we love with the future generation. Well, I'd like to thank all three of you for taking time to come visit with us today. Uh, you've, uh, you're a great 100-year-old company here in Minnesota, and uh, and if I could, I'd be here for the 200th, and we'd be talking about this all over again, but I don't think I'm going to make that. So, uh, Dennis, uh, Jason, Scott, I want to thank you all for uh, taking time to come visit today. Thank you, Tom. Thanks, Tom. That was Federal Ammo. Uh, this is Minnesota Military Radio. We have to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk about a yellow ribbon company, XL Energy. Please stay with us. Welcome back to Minnesota Military Radio. I'm your host, Tom Lyons. In a moment, we're going to check in with XL Energy, which who became a yellow ribbon company in September 2017. But first, it's time for the Commissioner's Corner, a weekly update from the Minnesota Department of Veterans Affairs. Now, here's Commissioner Larry Herkey. It was known fondly as the Star Spangled Banner, Red, White, and Blue, Old Glory, Stars and Stripes, and the list goes on. The American flag is recognized across our country far-reaching nations, and even second and third world countries. Our flag stands as a beacon to the world, representing independence, liberty, patriotism, and freedom. It is a symbol of enduring hope. Each year, June 14th is recognized as Flag Day. Although this is a little known and even less celebrated day, let's commit to spend some time reflecting on our flag. Although it's just made of cloth, our flag represents all those throughout history who have stood against our enemies, braved, unspeakable conditions, and sustained injuries. Some gave lives. Even if you don't fly Old Glory every day, I would ask you to do so on June 14th. Fly your flag proudly, with honor and loyalty. Thank you, Commissioner Herkey. For more information, please go to minnesotamilitaryradio.com. As I said earlier, we're going to check in with the Yellow Ribbon Company, which is XL Energy. And joining us now is Bob Frenzel, who is Chairman, President, and Chief Executive Officer uh, of XL Energy, one of the largest public utilities in the country. Uh, this Fortune 500 energy company, headquartered in Minneapolis, serves utility customers in parts of eight states, providing electricity to 3.7 million customers and natural gas service to 2.1 million customers. Uh, Mr. Frenzel, welcome to Minnesota Military Radio. Tom, it is great to be here, and thank you for hosting such a successful program for the past 12 years. Well, thank you very much, sir, and uh, always honored to be uh, the MC when uh, XL was uh, proclaimed as a Yellow Ribbon Company. Congratulations. Uh, but before we talk about that, I understand you served in the United States Navy. Uh, yes, Tom, I'm actually uh, one of the few Fortune 500 CEOs that have uh, military service Uh Something I wasn't terribly aware of, but I grew up in Atlanta, Georgia, so I'm not a native Minnesotan. But let's say, like many people that move here uh, for some of the great work we've got, uh, I might be an adopted Minnesotan. Uh, I went to Georgia Tech on an engineering program and a Navy ROTC scholarship uh, and then served uh, almost six years on active duty in the Navy and and another eight uh, in the Reserve Force. Well, sir, military service uh, colors some of our thinking for those of us that are veterans, and I like to think it's a good experience. Well, look, I, I got to tell you that the military was 
incredibly influential in my career in, in two really distinct ways. Uh, one was just career path. I was a nuclear engineer on an aircraft carrier, and I have been working in and around the energy industry for over three decades now. Uh, but the second and probably more important is sort of career success and the things I think you can learn in the military. And, and for those that are on active duty or in reserve duty or, or veterans, uh, the skills that, that you gain in the military are incredibly translatable into the business environment. I'm thinking about words like teamwork, leadership, management skills, you know, selfless service, and, and something that was near and dear to my heart was, was personnel safety, uh, working in really challenging environments and making sure you keep yourself and your shipmates or service mates safe was an incredible lesson that I've carried with me for the duration of my career. And, Bob, one of the commitments that XL Energy made when you became a Yellow Ribbon Company was to hire and retain veteran employees and you being uh, uh, having a military background must have made that pretty easy. You understand that uh, when you go off to war or you go off in the service, uh, you put in whatever hours you have to do and you do your job, whether you're being shot at or not. makes it kind of easy for a veteran when they join a, join a civilian organization to show up on time and put in a good day's work. Well, look, we're really proud to be one of the 80-plus organizations in Minnesota that are designated a yellow ribbon company. It's meant... So much to us as we've moved down the pathway of our strategic goal of having a significant portion of our workforce having a military background. You know, we've got two goals in this in this arena, Tom. The first is one out of every ten hires we want to be a military veteran, uh, and in aggregate, we'd like at least ten percent of our workforce to also have military experience. You put those two goals together, and we've been successful at that goal since 27, sorry, 2015. Uh, and you know, we expect to continue that tradition, and maybe even put the pedal down on the accelerator with more military hiring um, as we go forward the 2020s. We're speaking with Bob Frenzel, the president of XL Energy on Minnesota Military Radio. And, sir, uh, one of the opportunities that you get as a Yellow Ribbon Company is to participate in twice per year. All of those Yellow Ribbon Companies come together and trade best practices and and, uh, talk about things that have worked and and things that maybe haven't and learn from each other so that you can, especially in today's environment, attract and keep good employees. You know, we offer such a competitive program for our military veterans and even our active guard members. Uh, our employees receive full two weeks full of full pay when they go on active active duty. They get differential pay for up to a year if they get called away for more deployment duty. Um, I think what we've tried to do with our yellow ribbon programs is to make sure that we're an attractive place for veteran hires. And we've been recognized for it. Uh, the Military Times, uh, we've been recognized best for Vets Employer for the eighth consecutive year uh, and a 2022 military-friendly employer and a disabled American veterans patriot employer uh, by various organizations. So the recognitions are great, uh, but I think the best part about us having a commitment to hiring and retaining active-duty military is what they bring to our company. Um, and look, there, there's two real portions to this. The tangible benefits to the company and to the employee are really evident. 
they bring skills, they bring management expertise, and they bring leadership to the table. Um, the intangible side of hiring and having a significant workforce that has military and veteran experience is really the esprit de corps I think they bring to the corporation. Um, they're used to working in teams. They're used to working for selfless service. And when they do that at a corporation, it lifts us all up and makes us all better. Sir, one of the other commitments you made when you became a Yellow Ribbon Company was to engage with the, your communities to support our service members, uh, veterans, and their families. Can you tell us a little bit about how Excel Energy has uh, gone about that? Yeah, look, it's really important for us to make sure that the service members and their families are supported um, while they're employee, when they go on active duty, when they go on to deployments, um, critical that they feel as low stress as possible when they're leaving their family members behind. One of our newest programs that I'm really excited about that's launching here in probably two weeks is a program in our HomeSmart business, um, which is sort of a home warranty and appliance warranty business. Well, we've got a program that's launching called You Cover Us and We Cover You. Um, and basically what that means is when a service member goes off for deployment, We'll give them free appliance assistance and insurance coverage for the six months that they're on deployment. When they come back, they get a 15% discount on our services, uh, and every active duty and retired service member enjoys a 10% purchasing discount on HVAC equipment. Um, that's just one way we try to make deploying service members feel comfortable that when their families are left behind, they don't have to worry about you know, maintenance and as a, as a former deployed member myself, I can tell you that you're so focused on the duty at hand that anything that makes your life at home easier for your family uh, is a, certainly a, a, a stress reducer and makes you perform your best as an active duty military person. Sir, we've just got about a minute left. What would you say to other uh, corporations in, in Minnesota who might be thinking about becoming Yellow Ribbon? Well, first and foremost, and, and not dissimilar to any other strategic initiative, the commitment starts at the top, Tom. Um, you know, we, we joined Yellow Ribbon uh, with the full-throated support of the board of directors, the executive management team, uh, and our business resource group inside of the company. Uh, the benefits, though, that I would tell others in, in joining is the network of companies and, that you get to, companies and communities, that you get to associate yourself with and share best practices with. Everything from HR recruiting and policies and procedures to uh, employee outreach and support and, and employee and family assistant programs. There's an incredible network out there that can be helpful for any company that's interested in becoming a yellow ribbon company. And once you do that, I think the tangible and intangible benefits of being a large uh, military uh, veteran employer uh, are, are self-evident. Very good, sir. We have to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to speak more with Bob Frenzel, president of XL Energy and Minnesota Military Radio. Please stay with us. We'll be right back. Well, welcome back to Minnesota Military Radio. I'm your host, Tom Lyons. We've been talking to uh, Bob Frenzel, who is chairman, president, and chief executive officer of XL Energy, which is a yellow ribbon company here in, in Minnesota. They were proclaimed in September 2017. And uh, sir, in addition to uh, all of those things you do to support uh, our service members and, and veterans and their families, uh, you've also become uh, pretty close with uh, 
a show called Minnesota Military Radio. You've been a sponsor of the show for several years now, and you've been able to use those spots to attract and hire some veterans. And uh, we're going to do a new promo this afternoon, and we're going to talk about that Home Smart program that you mentioned earlier. Well, terrific, Tom. You know, Home Smart's been a, pro- a product and a program that we've had in Minnesota for a long time. Um, this new promotion for military service members is really a recognition of the contribution that they make to the betterment of our society and our recognition that if we can keep them focused on the task at hand where they are by relieving any stresses that might be available at home, that we know they're going to be successful over there and we can make their families successful over here. Get through that mission and get home safe. And in the meantime, we'll uh, watch out for their family. It's a, it's a great thing for uh, corporate uh, corporations in Minnesota to do. And a lot of foundations out there working on the same thing. And, sir, uh, XL Energy has also been a sponsor of a golf tournament uh, that benefits the Minnesota Military Family Foundation that raises money to provide grants for Minnesota military families who experience a financial emergency due to service to the country and like to thank you for participating in that program. Well, the Minnesota Military Foundation, Family Foundation is a terrific organization and does a similar goal as what HomeSmart does. It eases the concerns on active duty service members or deployed members uh, while we alleviate stresses uh, while they're at home. Um, and your work there and our partnership there has been delivered incredible benefits to Minnesotans for decades, and we expect that support to continue. And, sir, uh, as the uh, president and CEO of XL Energy, uh, with all of our listeners on 65 stations all over Minnesota, I know you've been out there asking for those veterans and for good folks to come to work at XL Energy. How would you describe working for XL Energy? It's a pretty good place for them to work, sir. Well, you know, Tom, I think that there's so much collegiality at the company and the overlap between military service and working for a purpose-driven organization like XL Energy uh, are very similar. And I find that if we're able to attract uh, a talented uh, former service member, then our ability to retain them, to train them, and to promote them is unparalleled. So we're going to continue to work hard on our uh, veteran hiring um, you know, one in 10 is the goal, but I'd be more than happy to exceed that. Uh, we look for sources of, of military veterans at active duty bases, at workforce centers, at colleges and universities, and career fairs all over the state and in the upper Midwest. Um, so I think working at Excel Energy and, and working for the military have a lot of similarities, and there's a lot of comfort level when we bring in service members into the company about the feeling and the purpose-driven nature of our business and what they've done in the service. So we're going to continue to work hard to attract and retain, and we appreciate everything uh, that the Minnesota Military Radio has done to help promote us. Thank you, sir. And one final question. You're not just here in Minnesota. That's where your headquarters is, but you're serving customers in parts of eight states. Are you hiring everywhere and looking for – are you hiring? You're looking for some good people? Tom, we are always hiring, and the skills that the military and veterans bring to the table are unparalleled. We have technicians. We have network professionals. We have linemen. uh, We have uh, security, both cyber and physical security openings. Uh, I'd encourage you to visit uh, our website, but more importantly, you can send a note to militarycareers at xlenergy.com 
and reach directly into our, our, our senior military uh, recruiting professionals. So if, if there's an interest out there, the service members listening, uh, please reach out to us. We'd love to talk to you, and, and we'd love to bring you on board. ExcelEnergy.com. Uh, sir, I'd like to thank you for joining us today on Minnesota Military Radio. Tom, thank you. Thank you, sir. That was Bob Frenzel, the chairman, president, and executive officer of XL Energy on Minnesota Military Radio. Joining me now is Director Pat Kelly from the Minneapolis VA Healthcare System. Director Kelly, welcome back to Minnesota Military Radio. Yeah, hi, Tom. Appreciate you having me back. Director, uh, the winter is gone, spring is behind us. Uh, is construction season here? Well, it is on the highways in Minnesota, and it actually is at the Minneapolis VA as well. So we did a couple things that our veterans will notice when they come to the facility were we're doing some some pretty big projects associated with uh, uh, how veterans are entering the building. So we have a lot of escorts, and we'll help help them when they get here. But our old our our current outpatient entrance is is under construction, so we're moving our patients through the main entrance. And again, we've been doing that uh, for about three weeks now. So the veterans who've been coming here are getting accustomed to that. But if if you don't come often, uh, that's going to be a new thing that our veterans will see. Uh, and of course, additionally, and I, you've had me, uh, you've given me the opportunity to speak about this, but pretty big new building going up uh, just to the left of our main building, which is going to house some of our specialty services. And then in that same location, uh, right next to it, we're, we're building our new women's health center. So that's going to start uh, in the fall. So, so yeah, lots of things. It's all good, uh, but but uh, it's it's progress. But like like the roads in Minnesota, you might have to get rerouted a little bit. Well, our veterans are resilient, sir. They'll come out and they'll find that entrance on the south and make their way in. Uh, Director, it seems like uh, not just me, but a lot of people I know have come down with the COVID recently. And it seems that with all the home testing equipment, uh, perhaps the the, uh, people that keep track of these things don't know quite how many people are getting it. You know, it really is. That has presented a challenge. You know, I, I have personally, and I think it's sort of how we're gauging it at the medical center, you know, they've started measuring wastewater and, and what's in the wastewater and, and sort of measuring what the, you know, what sort of COVID activity based on that. For the reasons you stated, Tom, a lot of people just aren't coming to the medical center any longer to get their tests. or And, and so it's harder to measure those that are positive. And, you know, we still know who's being hospitalized and we still know who requires ICU care. But, uh, you know, the state's been doing some good things and getting medication out to people who need it on short notice. And, and uh, of course, as are we, but still recommending all those those smart things with respect to mask wearing and, and distancing and all. It, it, it seems kind of silly, I think, sometimes. But uh, when you're in a hospital and when you have sick people, uh, it, it's really important that uh, we don't spread that sickness around. And so we're, we're going to keep doing all those things that we've been doing. And, and, and our veterans have been extremely understanding and cooperative, but it's, it's, it's really necessary still. Director, uh, when I was talking to your doctor a few weeks back when I picked up the, the COVID, uh, I told him I'd been double vaxxed and double boosted, and I was a little disappointed. And he said, don't be. He said, you're not in my hospital and you're not on a ventilator. And I said, sir, yes, sir. Well, I, I, you know, Tom, I think if... Uh, if we can accomplish that, and, I, and again, I, there are lots of data about, you know, sort of waning immunity and all those kinds of things, and you probably heard that some new vaccines are going to be coming out in the fall, and, and some of those vaccines are saying it'll be much more effective even still. So, you know, I'm, I'm a believer, and I, I can encourage people, you know, when the opportunity arises to get that next uh, vaccine or to get that booster, that it's a, it's a smart thing to do. And I, and I think mostly because, like with your experience, 
uh, we didn't have you in our hospital, and we didn't have you, you know, really sick. We just, you just had to, you just had to isolate for a couple of weeks, which that's no fun, but it's it's, uh, it's a lot better than being in a hospital. Follow doctor's orders, sir. Uh, <laughs> director, are you hiring? Oh man, you know, Tom, these healthcare is really struggling these days, and so yeah, we are struggling, and so. If anybody who's interested in working for the VA, especially nurses, but, you know, of all types, you know, we, if people go to our Internet site and look on the left-hand side, it says work with us. Lots of good information about jobs and how to apply for them and, and the kind of needs that we have. But uh, I appreciate the commercial because it is, uh, it's really competitive in healthcare now, and it's, it's, uh, it's important that we take care of our veterans, and we really need those staff in order to do so. Director, uh, in two weeks, on the 23rd of June, we're going to do a live show out at the VA Medical Center. It's one of the it's one of the highlights of my nine years here. I remember when we were in the lobby last time, and we had a lot of uh, veterans coming around and whooping it up and cheering, and they had the opportunity to see Tom Lyons uh, in person, and and uh, and we had some of our uh, senior staff down there. So yeah, that, that's a great event. I'm looking forward to it. Sir, it looks like Brad's got a good lineup for us, and I'll enjoy having you as co-host again, yeah. and we'll tell a lot of stories on that show. Uh, so 23rd of June, around noontime, uh, if they want to see us, they can. Director, uh, I want to thank you for joining us today again. Thanks, Tom. Stay safe. Yes, sir. That was Director Pat Kelly from the Minneapolis VA Healthcare System. We're just about out of time. Thanks for listening to this edition of Minnesota Military Radio. I'd like to thank our guests for joining us this week. Uh, Dennis Angel, Jason Nash, Scott Collier from Federal Ammo, Bob Frenzel for the President and CEO of XL Energy, Director Pat Kelly from the Minneapolis VA Healthcare System, Commissioner Larry Herkey of the Minnesota Department of Veterans Affairs, and finally, Minnesota's Adjutant General, Major General Sean Mankey. Please join us next week as uh, we review the career of a great civil servant and get an update from the Minnesota Department of Veterans Affairs. That's coming up next weekend on this station or online anytime at minnesotamilitaryradio.com. I'm Tom Lyons, and I hope that you make a difference in someone's life this week. Minnesota Military Radio is a production of iHeartMedia, the Minnesota Department of Veterans Affairs, the Minneapolis VA, Beyond the Yellow Ribbon, and the Minnesota National Guard. Your host is Tom Lyons, founder and owner of Phelan Partners Limited, a merger and acquisition advisory firm. Tom is a life member of the American Legion, VFW, Vietnam Veterans of America, and the DAV. For podcasts and the latest updates, follow us at minnesotamilitaryradio.com.